Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 138, recorded live on Saturday, January 30th, 2010. Okay, random topic to finish this all off. I rolled ahead of time, and it was Final Fantasy, past its prime, or just getting there? Past its prime, well... Everybody's like, ooh, Final Fantasy VII, woo! No. One wing Seven? angel, one wing angel. <laughs> yeah, this is a I, damn okay. awesome piece of music. Yes, although I, I still like, uh, I guess, a Japanese version of Final Fantasy VI better than I like Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, come on, the final boss is a fucking clown. Yes, and it's awesome. It's great. Okay, but you know what? I will say this, is that I am excited about the new Final Fantasy, really because I really liked the last Final Fantasy. Like, I thought that they, I thought after, like, like I really enjoyed 7, and I played 8, 8, 9, and 10, and I wasn't, I just, I didn't dislike it, but I wasn't as impressed by it. But then, but then they had... Uh, I guess it was I guess twelve or eleven, twelve. Um, eleven that, was when online. That, eleven and oh, well, then eleven was online, and then they had twelve come out, and twelve right. had the new combat system. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it though. I loved that combat system. Actually, it was as a programmer. Had, if, if anyone who's a programmer did not like that, that combat system, they can no longer call themselves a programmer because the combat system was a bunch of if then statements. Yeah, I didn't like it. I thought that was awesome. I don't play games to program. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, surprisingly, the one that I thought had the best combat system, the most true to what they had intended with the ATB, mm-hmm. the, the active time battle, was 10 2. I'd actually never played 10 2. So. Play 10 2. I watched, it's, I watched it's it play. I never. It's crap, but the battle system, the ATB version that they had in there, is the best one I've seen for a Final Fantasy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, loved, I loved the ability in, in, um, in 12 to be able to, because you'll have so much stuff going on at once, you can have if then statements going on, or as they call them, gambits, right. uh, to, be able to, to be able to dictate the little small things. Um, but but then at any point, that takes some of it out of it. That takes some of the fun out of it because, like, I can just set up this massive if-then chain mm-hmm. and be prepared for any circumstance and not have to do anything. Well, no, no, you, but you can. But you can also, if you don't like that, take complete control over the darn thing if you really wanted to. But just it's like, not designed to be able to. It's so complex and so many nested trees that it's not designed for you to take control. So it's unwieldy. It's like it's not any more. Uh, it's not any more a mess than any other Final Fantasy games in my opinion i mean th- that's the way i felt about it i didn't think it was like between all your different random options that you could take and y- items you can use and spells you can use and um i mean it just it didn't seem any more complicated than the other thing all it did was it, you could have it, it it was a way of a kind of meeting halfway between an actual real-time battle system and the classic final fantasy system and it just it made a lot of fun to me and at any point you could just pause it and just go like okay what am i actually going to do and then set it up and do the attack or set it up and defend or heal or whatever um, um, it, 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 I thought it was really a good, um, a really new, uh, a new take by them, and that made it a lot of fun. And and even though the story I'd say of twelve was weaker than uh, than a lot of the other ones, I actually I really loved twelve because of that. And See, I, because I of the, and oh, get right ahead. Well, going back to the the core issue of you know whether it's past its prime, it's missed all the people who were there at the start that made Final Fantasy and made it to be a Final Fantasy. They're all gone. They aren't no, working there anymore. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about fans. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the the people who actually made the game. Yeah, yeah. They're all gone. Hironobu Sakaguchi, Yoshitaka Amano, Nubo Aimatsu. They they don't do anything in the game anymore. Right. So I think that it, it's not you know whether it's worse now or not. I don't 
don't know, but it's different. It's not the same Final Fantasy. And for me, when you're getting to the point where you're having Final Fantasy 13, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with change at that point. <laughs> because if we got to Final Fantasy 13 and it was exactly the same as Final Fantasy uh, 4, 5, oh, 6... I'm not looking for them then... to be exactly the same. I mean, 5 and 6 were entirely different games. Right. Yeah, I, I guess for me, I, I don't think... I think 13 is going to be very telling. Yeah. Because, because of the fact that they decided to, they decided to take, uh, a, take a, a, a change... They make a make a quite a bit of change in twelve and and take a whole new approach with the, with the combat system. What I'm waiting to see is if the storyline of thirteen can be what the same as what the same kind of fun uh, that you had in in like six and in seven and for some people ten. Yeah. So uh, I, I think that's a good summation. Yeah. That's I guess that's that's my approach on it. I'm going to still be excited because I'm a RPG whore. And uh, <laughs> but I'm st- I'm going to be a little cautious with it, admittedly. All right. Well, Tony, thanks for being on. Oh, hey, thanks uh, for inviting. Is, you is guys. there anything you you want to? And we usually do epic default with you guys, but epic default's been kind of uh, stagnant. Well, I guess yeah, is the best word. Yes, epic default has been crazily stagnant at the moment. But I do have to say that um, there's well, there's going to be a bit of a changing of the guard. I'll announce now because Johnny is pretty much uh, is pretty much handing over all of his duties to uh, to the other staffers of Epic Default and because he's got uh, he's actually going to be moving over to Seattle. Cool. He's joining and the fold. Yes. Yep. Uh, but um, there's going to be uh, there's going to be some changes that are going to be made to the site. Uh, there's going to be uh, we're, we've got some new people coming in too and we're going to try to we're going to be starting up a new revival soon as well as at some point soon uh, I think we're going to start uh, planning for the um, for this year's PAX break. Dun dun dun. So, which I have an idea, and um, I can tell you guys off air, but uh, uh, which I might actually need your guys' help with. But right. jump onto the forums, uh, jump on the forums for Epic Default, start posting up some such, send stuff about it. We're gonna we're gonna start um, we're gonna start taking names and seeing and seeing what kind of uh, seeing what's the best approach for this prank and uh, seeing what we can do with it. So yeah, I'm actually I'm actually really excited about this year's uh, packs. I think it's gonna it's gonna turn out quite a bit of fun. All right, well, I I guess we should stop recording then so we can figure out what the heck's going on. (laughs) Okay. All right, see ya. This is episode 139, recorded live on February 6th, 2010. Speaking of ending, random topic time. Ooh. Yay. I rolled ahead of time. I rolled a three. So we've got favorite dessert. <sighs> Ooh. Talking with a somebody who's... things that I can't eat. Yeah. yeah same here. Celiac disease, lactose intolerance, and then there's me. <laughs> Ooh, like me, can't gain weight. <laughs> so I could eat basically whatever I wanted. Tasty, tasty, tasty. I can't gain weight, but I can't eat whatever I want. (laughs) Maybe that's why you can't gain weight. (laughs) No, I've tried to gain... Uh, One time, I I have people who hate me for this. One time I sat down with a pint of Ben and Jerry's, and when I got up, it was gone. Oh, I hate you. I hate you because I can't eat ice cream. I lost weight that night. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! I, think I burned more calories eating the Ben and Jerry's and sitting in my bed than I did from the Ben and Jerry's. Wow, Dave! All you gotta start working on is muscle building. Yeah, I muscle know. building probably... followed by protein. Yeah, I, I try. We're actually exercising three times a week now. Nice. So I guess I guess my favorite dessert that I can't eat without like a bottle of Pepto at my side uh, <laughs> is gonna have to be Dairy Queen ice cream cake. Ooh. That's actually uh, the ice cream cake. No, but Dairy Queen is one of the things that I'm trying to do in the summer to gain weight <laughs> because 
the 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 blizzards a large peanut butter cup blizzard is something like 1200 calories oh and they're so delicious i know i i could eat a couple of those a week dave if you have any blizzards that are open right now i've got a couple of buy one get one free coupons for i there is a dairy queen that's open it's down on washington i have a couple buy one get one free coupons myself <laughs> i hate both of you <laughs> <laughs> oh, favorite dessert. Well, I always loved the Dairy Queen Nerds Blizzards because that was like Dairy Queen Blizzard plus a sugar rush. Sugar. <laughs> I, I still got to go with the peanut butter cup for the Blizzards. Mm, uh, blizzards, it's always Oreo for me. Um, Shamtort. Minty. Yeah, Shamtort is good. Shamtort. Uh, it, it would kill Mo, but it, it's so delicious. <laughs> Shamtort is, because I'm sure a lot of our listeners aren't familiar with it, uh, unless we've described it before, have we? We talked about it a little bit. When we talk about Passover, yeah. we might go over it. So it's, it's a meringue base, which is nothing but egg whites and sugar and a little bit of vanilla. And then on top of that is homemade whipped cream and cut fresh strawberries. It's delicious. Oh, it, oh it's so good. That whipped cream would just kill me. Instantly. Yeah, the whipped cream would, would absolutely destroy you. The My rest of it's fine. Would explode. <laughs> meringue, it, meringue is just egg, so that should be fine for you. Yeah. So we could just leave the whipped cream off of like a, a sliver of it yeah. and you could eat that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. I, I do have to say that I want a chomp <laughs> the, the favorite dessert that we always have every Christmas is the rice pudding. And that's, ah. that's it. Ah. Oh, it's delicious. Ah. Except when you get the almond, which means that's the, when you get the almond, you're supposed to like fall in love or get married in the next year or something like that. Well, don't find the almond anymore. <laughs> well, no, I didn't find the, the almond anymore, but for it was like the running gag for like three or four years before I got married, I was always the one to find the almond. <laughs> it was like there would be times where I wouldn't eat any at the table because I didn't want to find the almond, and then after everybody else had eaten, I would like go later to grab some more. And you got the almond. And i get the almond, or I'd be like the first one I would get the almond. Or it was it was ridiculous, and granted, now I'm the See, first what you didn't know is that whenever your mom would serve it to you, she'd slip the almond into your cup. Oh, suggested. no, no. It's it's definitely in there when it's cooked. So you, it's completely random because it's it's mixed in with, with the rice pudding while it, you're still making it. So you definitely... Sure. No, no, Dave. It's it's in there. <laughs> know, it's got a glazed top on it, so you really can't stick it in. Okay. Can you remember roughly where it is, though? No, because you're putting it in while you're mixing the mixing it all together. So, okay. <laughs> all right, then. It is completely random. Well, then. All right. This is all very confusing to me. Speaking of completely random, this is... You know, the Random Access Podcast, and thank you, Mo, for joining us. Sure thing. Uh, any sites, events, things you, you would like to announce? Uh, PAX East is coming. <laughs> if you haven't bought a ticket yet, you're probably screwed. <laughs> well, there's probably a thread on the PA forums about ticket sales. Yeah. Reselling, scalping, yeah. basically. Yeah, there is. That one's usually, the prices on that are usually driven by what people are willing to pay to get one, which uh, the most recent highest amount somebody is willing to pay right now is $70 for a three-day, which if you buy three single-day passes, it's $90. So you're still a little bit ahead. Right. Um, but like like I said earlier, those Saturday passes are almost gone. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that's always the biggest day. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's uh, you know that's coming up fast. That's like what seven weeks away, I think. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. All right, it's, it's next month. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the end of next month, right? Right, but it's still next okay. month. I guess I need to start hanging out in the IRC again because yeah. it's almost packed. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna be there, Dave, and, uh, Dave shows up. Hey, everybody, who are you? Right, <laughs> and then hey, um, you know what? If they don't remember me, that's fine. I'm happy them, with that. It's not them not remembering you. It's just the number of people that have uh, that are new showed up. Yeah. But, but, uh, well, but like, see, then I can come in and be like, "Hi, guys! I'm new here. What's this PAX?" <laughs> <laughs> 
Then I will Terrible. kick and ban you, Dave. Oh Terrible. come on, you don't want to do that. Terrible. Oh, I, I would, I would be amused by it. Yeah, but by uh, kicking and banning me, or by me doing it? No, kicking and banning you. Oh no, you don't want to do that. <laughs> but we've that's got not, the, that's not what you want to do. We've got the uh, uh, the, the train trip we're doing. Uh, because I didn't feel like driving through upstate New York in February. See, or, I mean, that's March. the thing. I, I looked at the the travel times for driving and driving different routes. Mm-hmm. If you drive through southern New York, you only lose like forty five minutes. Okay, either way. <laughs> All right. So I'm not driving through upstate New York, but I am driving. Yes. Well, I wanted a break for once, so we're doing the train. Uh huh. Get to sit on the train. You, you for a realize day. it's it's just a small step from taking the train to flying to PAX. No, it's not. No, it's yeah, it, no, it's it not. is. No, it's one of one of these years, you will not drive to PAX. No, not until I absolutely dead. cannot help it. Yeah, it'll happen. Just wait. Mm, shut up. Uh-huh. <laughs> it'll happen. <laughs> Hey, is Tara going to PAX East? No, no. She's, uh, yeah, she's using up her vacation days to go to Mardi Gras. Well, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> she has friends down there. She doesn't have friends at PAX East. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it. Yes. So, Mo, thanks a bunch. And I guess we'll see you whenever we see you. Yes. I'll see you at PAX East. All right. <laughs> I might room with you at PAX East. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll see. All right. See ya. Talk yeah. to you guys. Talk to you later. This is episode 140, recorded live on February 13th, 2010. Okay, so random topic I rolled ahead of time. Um, number three was Stargate versus Doctor Who. I am a Stargate fan. Johnny is a Doctor Who fan. And Dave is yeah, a Trekkie. talking about. <laughs> so, I? Um, Stargate, um, well, you had Richard and Dean Anderson for a good seven years. Johnny, who was your big star of Doctor Who? Uh, that would all depend. Uh, it, could either be, uh, it could either be David Tennant, the most recent one. Who's now one. gone. Who's now gone. Or uh, one of the bakers, I think it was Tom. Baker, I think he's the, one of the most popular ones right now. Really cool, really crazy. And there's been about 11 people playing the Doctor, so that's the point that you're getting at, Andy. Yeah, the, we had consistency with Stargate. Doctor Who, literally a new Doctor every couple of years. Except that Doctor Who is possibly the only show that has yet to jump the shark by changing out its lead characters' actors. That is true, yeah. Uh, Stargate... because they wrote it into the story that they can change their lead actor. Exactly. Okay, now Stargate went for eight seasons. Atlantis, which that went for about a year and a half before it jumped the shark. How long has Doctor Who been going for? Uh, it went on continuously from 1960 to, I believe, the er- like the late 1960s to, I think, the early 1980s. And then there were a few movies in there, and then it just started up again, I think, in 2000, if I remember correctly. So you could spend days just sitting there watching Doctor Who and not get a repeat. Exactly. And you'd also not watch all the episodes because there's actually a few that the BBC uh, taped over, basically. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Um, well, they have comedic value, I'm guessing, in both of them. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got, so we got sci-fi connections. Um, what about tech? Let's talk about the tech. The tech. Well, they're, uh, well you have military hardware, because Stargate was actually approved for by the, um, the U.S. Air Force. They were actually, like, they were behind the show. They were officially allowed a to sponsor? Be, or? Well, not really a sponsor, but they had gotten the official, like, nod from the Air Force. Um, there was some scientific technology. Some of it went a little bit crazy at the end, especially with like the whole alternate dimension stuff. But yeah, and then you have the actual gate itself. Yes, the actual star gate itself, and all of that technology. And this, and then the spaceships, and then you had the replicators. Mm. Okay, so Doctor Who tech, what do you got? A police box and a screwdriver. <laughs> I gotta give that one to Doctor Who, because that just sounds cool. Also known as the TARDIS, the Time and Relative Dimension in Space Machine, and the Sonic Screwdriver, which is one of the most awesome pieces of pocket-sized tech ever. Okay, villains. Um, well, you had, you had the... Um, 
God, I can't even remember the original villains from Stargate. No, the Ori was the most recent. The Replicators were recent. The uh, the vampire guys were recent. But the, yeah, some of the bad guys just weren't that cool. What were the, what were the main bad guys in Doctor Who? Oh, there are a lot of them. There are uh, the Cybermen, which are a group of humans that have been turned into machines. Okay, so the Replicators, basically. Replicators. Uh, let's see. Um, what else? What are some of the other main ones? Oh, man. BA is going to kill me if she ever listens to this. Don't tell her. Um, well, I wanted to save this until last because I know there's other villains that are out there. But uh, oh, wait, no, there's there is another one, the Master. He's he's uh, supposedly the whole storyline behind the Doctor is that the Doctor is the last of the Time Lords, but there's actually another Time Lord out there called the Master, uh, who's who's really just basically like the opposite of the Doctor, <laughs> so, like just like yeah. the Doctor but opposite. Yeah, it's like if you take the same schizophrenia sort of thinking that the Doctor has but put it in an evil guy, that's the Master, uh, and then but then possibly my all-time favorite villain of anything just simply because they're so simple but because they're so simple they are that damn scary the da- the Daleks the Daleks which can be defeated by a flight of stairs yes not anymore though yes have- but <laughs> you, you could you could hide from a Dalek behind a couch and they won't see you or you could just run up a flight of stairs during the original Doctor Who series yeah but the thing is though is that you can't fight them the only thing you can really do is run away now of course the Doctor finds ways to destroy them and stuff like that but as far as us humans go, there's nothing we can do except run. All right, Dave, Dave who, do you, who do you think for villains? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Dave, you're supposed to be paying attention so you can rule on this one, Stargate versus Doctor Who. Oh, well, see, the problem with that is I made up my mind a while ago. <laughs> Damn it. Right. Sorry, Andy. Wait, wait, you're going with Doctor Who? I think I might be going with Who. Damn it. It just sounds too much like Koo. Oh, that's <laughs> no fair. Therefore, it wins. Hey, have you seen the most recent Penny Arcade TV episode, the second part of the ping pong show? Yes, with the the Koo Woo. The Koo Woo, yes. Oh my god, that is amazing. so awesome how they set that up. That was was beautiful. (laughs) I would like to put this ruling on appeal. (laughs) Do we have bananas? Damn it. Oh. All right, before this thing goes off any deeper, um, Johnny, uh, would you like to plug anything? Uh, yes, I'm going to plug him really quickly. Epic Default is going to be coming back online on Friday. We're recording a podcast, and uh, we're doing the transfer of power on that show. And it's it's going to be coming back uh, to be more updated a little bit more regularly than it usually has. Uh, if you're going to PAX East, uh, look at look out for an inflatable shark. Uh, I'm uh, putting together an event called Jump the Shark for Child's Play. You can go on the Penny Arcade forums uh, at PAX and look for that thread for any info that's coming out on that and in march i should have a uh, chiptunes album coming out i'm not absolutely sure where it's going to be released i'm trying to talk to pterodactyl squad to see if maybe they uh, can uh, host it and release it for me uh but be on the lookout for uh, on my twitter and i'm sure you guys would probably post it if i if i post anything and to epicdefault.com for more information on that well that was quite succinct wow i think i used fast. succinct right did i i'm not sure yeah i'm just still pissed at oh i picked doctor who because it rhymes right, with it's on a, it's on appeal okay I, it is on appeal pending investigation and and viewing. Oh. Well, let's let's put it this way: both shows are good. Yeah. It's just your personal preferences. And if you like the more weirder stuff and not the straightforward sci-fi stuff, Doctor Who is your thing. If you like the straightforward sort of military-esque science, sciencey stuff, then Stargate's going to be your thing. Yeah. So I, I tend to go for British humor as the thing. That yeah, and that and that's what Doctor Who does have that Stargate doesn't really. Right. And I am a fan of British television, so I might actually have to at some point. I was going to say try and catch up with the backlog of Doctor Who, but I don't 
have years to uh, put away to this. Really, really, if you start with Eccleston, which is the which is the beginning of the newest Doctor series, uh, and then just watch from there, you pretty much catch up on ev- on everything. Uh, the other episodes are really just for if you really want the detail into the backstory of it. But they pretty much do a pretty good job of of setting up all the villains, all the history, all that stuff with, within the Eccleston series. And then Tenet just takes off with it. Okay. Well, um, Johnny, thanks for another episode. Um, we're currently at an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, boy. So, Have fun, Andy. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to stop recording now. This is episode 141, recorded live on Saturday, February 20th, 2010. All right. We, we've hit all the topics. We must hit the random topic. Must we? Well, yes. We must. Damn. You will never get away from the random topic, Dave. One of these days. One of these days, Andy. <laughs> Straight to the moon. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I rolled ahead of time, which um, if you want to suggest some more random topics, we're down to four now after this, so feel free to suggest. Well, we're on the topic of suggesting, if you'd like to suggest guests, we are still looking for people for that. Uh, or what you really might want to do is talk to the people you want on the show and say, hey, you should go and try and get on the show. What, Dave, are you trying to be lazy? No, I think it would be more effective than us going around and being like, hi, do you want to be on our show? Because really, if anyone comes up to us and says, I'd like to be on your show, we're going to say yes. <laughs> We'll we'll work it out. Oh, Dave, you agree with it, right? I, you we we should you should also suggest topics too. That would also be nice. Topics, yeah. Uh, Since there's like only one of us who suggests topics here. Ouch. Well, are you going to try and argue against that? Last week I did. Okay. Last week I suggested topics. Last week I also wore pants. Point being, I. What's the random topic, Andy? <laughs> The random topic is, have you ever wanted to be in a band? Not a school band, so I guess not marching band or wind ensemble. The bands that Andy was in. Yes. If so, what instrument and what style of music? Well, um... See, for me, this is a really easy random topic. Why? No. You don't want to be in a band? I I never wanted to be in a band. But you did enjoy Guitar Hero, though, right? Yes, and Rock Band. It it never really wanted to make you want to be in a band? No. Really? You don't want to learn guitar or drums or anything? I might want to learn guitar or drums. I don't want to be in a band. Huh. Um, well, see, I was in the church band. I played the drums. See, if I was going to be in a band, I would, I would, I would be the drummer. There wouldn't be any other question about it. I could make a couple jokes at that, but I'm going to be nice and not. Oh, really? Uh, come on, give me one. Well, it's just that you, they wanted an instrument, Andy, not percussion. Okay, take out percussion. What about 2001? How does that going to sound without percussion? You mean the Sprach Zarathustra? Yes, the song that I can never pronounce the actual name of. Thus. Thus. Repeat after me. Thus. Thus. Sprach. Sprach. Zarathustra. Zarathustra. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. What? (laughs) What? No, I said hi, low, not hello. Whatever. Now I said hi, low, not hello, but whatever. I am the very model of a modern major general. Vegetable, animal, and mineral. I know the kings of England and I quote the fight. <laughs> what? Nothing. All right. Uh, so yeah, how we? Uh, so what? We, what style of music? What style of music do you listen to, Dave? Um, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I could pull up my Pandora account, and you could tell me what style that. Here, let's Pandora.com. <laughs> you just saying Gulliver and Sullivan? Gilbert and Sullivan. That's what I just said. It's a Gulliver and Sullivan. No, I said Gilbert. It might have been. I'm running a buffer right now, so it might have. I see. Uh, Gilbert and Sullivan. So yeah, weird shit like that. Um, lately I've been listening to some techno, actually. Kind of surprisingly. Not really. You were a big fan of OC Remix, so... Yeah, but that's not techno. 
Uh, I also have a movie station on Pandora. How is OC Remix not techno? OC Remix is just arrangements of video game music. Very little of it's actually techno. Oh, I would doubt that. Hmm. OCRemix.org. <laughs> Style of music oh, for me so would. Bitch, look at me. What? what? Nothing. Style of music for me would be. Hmm. Well, I've always been a fan of the, the classic rock. Jazz would be nice, too. That would be fun to play because you're able to improv. So jazz and blues would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's right. They don't have a, a genre search on OC Remix. Ha! I win. Uh, I remember, because I remember reading uh, the founder, DJ Pretzel, wouldn't want to be the only person in the hillbilly genre. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, that's, that's from the Bubble Bobble Hillbilly. I, I know. No, that's not Bubble Bobble. That's Puzzle Bobble, which I enjoy more. That's Bust a Move. Which is Puzzle Bobble. Don't try and argue. It's called Puzzle Bobble. Puzzle Bobble, also known as Bust a Move. Yep, it's Bust a Move. It's Puzzle Bobble. Anyways. That's like me saying, oh, it's the theme from 2001, rather than it's... The Sprach Zarathustra. Yes. So you can't do one, yell at me about sure it, can, and then do... The, the theme for 2001 could also be the Blue Danube Waltz. Oh, that was in that movie, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But it's not the opening theme. No. Well, there you go. It's the... But neither is the Sprach Zarathustra. I, I thought that was the opening theme. I don't think it's the opening theme. I think it's just very early in the movie. We might have to watch 2001 at some point again. It's a good movie. I know. I had to watch it multiple times, especially with film classes. Oh, we had to watch in the super anamorphic widescreen version. <laughs> so, okay. So we, we got the entire frame of the image. Like, if they would have done any more, we would start getting the sprockets in the side of the film. Nice. Yeah. It, oh. All right. Uh, I think that's everything. You still haven't told me what's on your Pandora list. I thought I did. Nope. I, I said I had the movie channel, the Zap Zone channel, which is the uh, uh, techno. Uh, I have an Uematsu-based channel. What's that? He's the guy who did the music for the original Final Fantasies. Ah. Uh, I have Ragtime. Some Scott Joplin. I have some Grieg and some other classical stations. I had a Marconi station on mine. And a uh, some Ska and some... Uh, what, would you, what would you call Flogging Molly? Would that be... Kind of like an Irish punk rock? Maybe, I think. Yeah, why am I asking you these things? I don't know. <laughs> I think my favorite station on here right now, though, is my movies station. Yeah, I like my Ernio Marconi station. That's It's some good, nice, mellow music. Instrumental. Kind of got a Western feel to it. Oh, and I have a, uh, a Boston Pops channel. Ah, the Boston Pops. Because they do some good shit. They do. I love the Pops. Well, just any any orchestra that does pop music right not just the boston pop specifically right okay so i think we're done with this episode okay sounds good thanks everyone all right this is episode 143 recorded live on saturday march 6th 2010 okay so uh now random topic which i closed so let me find out what it uh i I believe i recall what it was how important Uh, is planning uh, running a podcast with a co-host on the other side of the state. Turns out it's not very, but it's really helpful. <laughs> uh, Andy gets kind of mad at me sometimes because I don't properly plan. Okay. Thursday afternoon, he's like, oh, 
We could we could get heels on. When can you record? I know. Hey, I had given you a heads up about heels before. Then yes, we, we talked like on like last weekend, I think, or something. Yeah, like on Monday or something. You didn't tell me that. Yes, I did. You did? Yes, you were asking me about uh, Jake Kaufman, Vert. Ah, I said uh, you know he hasn't gotten back to me, but we might be able to get heels on. Ah, yes, that was on Wednesday. Okay. And and then Heels got back to me and said, yeah, I, I can do this. I said, okay, cool. Andy, how late can you record? Well, yeah, that's what I didn't know. And then my computer decided to take a crap. God. That was- and I went to Long Island for fun. Well, yeah. it's Long Island. Yeah, it's not very, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I think that really came out of Long Island was the iced teas, which Ooh. are just booze. Ooh. Man, now I want to go down to Charlie's. Well, nobody steals. There's a bar here that okay. when you order a Long Island, you can order it in a 64-ounce mason jar. Got to go to Michigan now, I guess. <laughs> I can handle that. Oh, Charlie's. That's where we went on my 21st birthday. And your bachelor party. Oh, yeah, that too. Before we went to Pinball Pete's. <laughs> and then the bachelor party split after that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But that was still, it was interesting. That was we that was a very social very interesting social experiment. <laughs> Two bachelor parties running in parallel. Yeah, for the same guy. Yeah. Distributed bachelor party processing power. <laughs> oh man. Okay. But yeah, Are heels, we... how important is planning? <laughs> yeah, heels, tell me. Oh. Um planning is very important. Uh we start planning packs about three weeks after packs. Um and finish planning packs about and Saturday yes, of packs. You fail because we start planning the CCST the week before packs. Ah, touche. Well, actually, um, I already have a folder, a paper folder labeled PAX 2011, which I've had. Oh, PAX East 2011, which I've had in my file cabinet since January. Good. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's 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 why you because then you mark down <laughs> things that you did that you need to do different next time. Yeah. Like this didn't work. Try this. But our dev cycles, in effect, cut in half now with the two packs, basically because yep. instead of once a year, it's now twice a year. And then you also have Child's Play in there too, or is that? And not- Pin- yeah, Pin Arcade, is, Pin Arcade is Child's Play. Pin Arcade is a ton of projects as well. And then I have a lot of other Read Expo projects. Like I go with them to New York Comic Con, and there are other shows as well for the pop culture group. So it's a fun Sweet. timeline. God, all so right. Lots, I do lots of planning. Yeah, I, I can. It's kind of your job at this point. <laughs> yes, but like right now, I'm in the, like the last stages of planning for packs, and I'm like, we go back over things now, like to make sure we've actually done things properly. Or like, okay, things are pretty calm right now. Um, the calm before mm-hmm. the storm. Yeah, yeah. Like I could go away for Saturday this weekend and not have to worry about anything too bad. I, I want. I leave on on like Monday morning. I want to take you out Sunday night, but I'm sure you're going to be a exhausted and b busy. I will probably be sleeping Sunday night. Yeah, that's what I figured. Like I'll probably be sleeping, but maybe I'll ping you when I go grab dinner sometime. I don't know which day I'll be grabbing dinner offsite. But I'll figure something out. Uh, I've I have volunteered myself before to run and grab food for enforcers. I, I can certainly grab something for you. Thankfully, the Heinz is in a really good location for food. It's much better than um, the Washington State Convention Center. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the PF Chang's across the street. Oh, and and I also discovered um, there's a cheesecake factory nearby. Just in case you were wondering, <laughs> and. <laughs> There's also a daily grill as well. Yeah. So it's just like Seattle apparently. One of my uh one of my good friends, his parents grew up in Boston, so I'm gonna head over there in the next couple of days and just like say, like, okay, what restaurants should I go to? Okay. What are the good places that no one else knows about because there's gotta be six some unsaid number, sixty thousand, uh near there. It's a good restaurant. It's gonna be I'm excited. It'll be a good yeah. first year. 
And I have my Hopefully. 2011 plans doing already for East, and then Prime 2010. Yep. Man, yeah. craziness. <laughs> all right, Heels, before we go, we always do this all mm-hmm. our guests. Give me a site that you want to pimp. What site do I want to pimp right now? Yes. Um, Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. What's the actual URL? I think the URL might be Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. Let me pull it up so I know for sure. I thought it was like C2E2, I think. Uh, yeah, I think. I was on C2E2.com ah, yes. earlier. Yep. which is our Chicago um, read, read Pop show coming up this year. And that's going to be fun. Like, yesterday they announced Neil Gaiman as a guest. So Yeah, I keep on getting cool. the emails, and I'm like, oh. Why are you on their mailing list? How did you do that? I was on their mailing list because I signed up for the volunteering stuff. Got it. So okay. <laughs> I joined the newsletter yeah. to get the announcement for the volunteering, and then I just Neil Gaiman. stayed on the, uh, the volunteering list. So Awesome. So C2E2.com. Dot com. Chicago's pop culture event. Yeah. I'll buy you coffee. Yeah, key tickets. There. Coffee. Dave, you could mm. just take Amtrak in. I could. Or the Megabus. Or the, oh yeah, because you're in Ann Arbor. You can take the Megabus yep. in too. I can hop on the Megabus. $50 each way. That's basically what it would be for Amtrak. Oh, it would be more than that for Amtrak. And Amtrak would take longer. Depends on the day. All right. Well, I guess... Well, it's been fun. It has been fun. Heels, thank you very much for the... Uh, thank you for having me on. It was great. Yep. And I'll see you in, like, 19 days. <laughs> yep. I'll be running around in circles. It'll be awesome. Yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will see you guys later. Take care. Yeah. All right. This is episode 144, recorded live on Saturday, March 13th, 2010. Random topic. Favorite Muppet. Thanks, Dave. Hello, <laughs> Andy. Favorite Muppet. <sighs> Dave? Gonzo. Gonzo? Gonzo. By far. But with the whole chicken thing or what? Although the, the Swedish chef does come into uh, a close second. Oh. But Gonzo. Frank Oz, I think, is, is my favorite Muppeteer, and Gonzo is my favorite Muppet. <laughs> Frank Oz, I think, is everyone's favorite Muppeteer, minus Jim Henson. What? I don't know, man. Frank Oz did Yoda. Well, that's what I mean, is that is that I think Frank Oz is everyone's favorite Muppeteer, even if they don't know he's, he's their favorite Muppeteer. Yeah, but then you said minus Jim Henson. Well, yeah, because most of the people will go for Jim Henson automatically, and uh, well-deserved. I honestly think that, that up until the last year since Jim Henson died, the Muppets have gone downhill. But then, like, someone discovered YouTube in the last couple of years yep. and have made it absolutely amazing. As a matter of fact, there was a new Christmas special that, that ABC Family aired, uh doing uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving or something like that, where it was a, basically a Muppet's take on It's a Wonderful Life. And it, w- and it wasn't like, and it was like, you know, like the typical kitty kind of thing, but they were poking jabs at like the internet and NBC and stuff like that. I mean, it was, it was classic, like hilarious. There's been a, a little bit of underground Muppet stuff because on YouTube they have, uh, they had a whole series of little shorts. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, and it was basically like those little shorts all wrapped up into a movie. I mean, like it still had the kitty aspect, which is what it's geared for, but it had like the jokes that, that people of our age and the parents could be watching it. And and laughing their ass off on it, which was just classic Muppets, which is exactly what yep. Muppets started out to be, yep. at least with the Muppet Show. Andy, who's your favorite Muppet? Oh, hmm. I would have to. Man, this is a tough one because there's. You could go with the Manamana guy. I forgot what his actual name is. But I've always been a fan of uh, Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear is pretty good. <laughs> waka waka. I, my actual very, I'm not sure if we've discussed this before, but my very first, uh, I can still remember my very first Muppet like encounter. I forgot what show it was on, but it had Rolf the dog and Fozzie Bear playing a, a duet on the piano. I've got rhythm. I've yep. got. No, no, they're, they're playing it. They're, they're both playing the piano at the same time. And oh, okay. Fozzie Bear loses his hat halfway through the song. 
and uh, Rolf goes and turns to Fosse and goes, can you play Hatless? And Fosse turns back and goes, I don't know, who's it by? <laughs> and that one moment with the Muppets, it just, it's literally ingrained yeah. in my system. And I'm just, for those two Muppets, Rolf the dog and Fozzie Bear, I, I just, there's a part of me that just goes, oh. Well, their first. interactions are, are always very good. That, that, yeah, my, fa- my favorite Muppet show sketch was one where, where Rolf is playing the piano and Fozzie's singing and it's I've Got Rhythm. And Fozzie goes through half the song just completely off and everything like that. And Rolf stops the song and goes, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Picks out a pen, rewrites on the paper gives it back to Fozzie and he starts singing it and he sings it in like this he starts singing it like normally but then when he's, he's singing it he realizes what Rolf wrote and it's instead of I got rhythm he's like I don't got I don't, I don't have got. rhythm oh. who could ask for anything more we yeah some earplugs Oh, and then you got Statler and Waldorf, and then yeah, yeah. that was going to be one of my groups out of it too. It was it was either them or Beaker there, and Bunsen. There have been a lot of like good comedy duos in the Muppets. Yep. It? Well, because it was Jim Henson and Frank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh man, because yeah, he had Kermit and Miss Piggy. That was Frank Oz and Jim. I, I, yeah. Rolf. Rolf was uh, Jim. Fozzie was Frank Oz. Beaker was. I, oh, Bert and Ernie were Frank and Oz or Frank and uh, Jim. You guys have. To uh, tell me if this counts or not, but Trekkie Monster from Avenue Q? No, no, that's no, not Henson. Not a Muppet. No, nope. just a puppet. Yes. I, I, if it was, if it was anything from Jim Henson, like I would accept Leonardo, any of the Ninja Turtles from the movies, because that's that's a Henson production. So technically, it's still a Muppet. But but Avenue Q is not uh, is not a Henson production, so it's not okay. technically a Muppet. Okay, they're just Avenue puppets. Q. Is, yeah, Avenue Q is awesome, but they're not Muppets. Okay, well that's that's why I wanted to check. I still think, but although my favorite all time sketch was uh, actually a Stutler and Waldorf uh, after sketch where it's sort of like, I want to call it a recursion kind of thing. It's I think Statler starts off by liking the sketch and Waldorf starts off by hating the sketch and it's like a 30 second thing where like they they slowly come to meet each other in and opinions then and then they slowly switch. So it's like, I loved it. I hated it. Hey, it was okay. Oh, it wasn't too There's bad. There's another one just like, like that where they both started hating it and then by the end they're both cheering for more. Yeah. I, I always love when somebody took the audio from that one and flipped it around backwards so it sounds like they're cheering and then they're like, well, it was okay. Well, actually, it wasn't It wasn't that good. It had some parts I liked. I didn't like it. It was terrible. <laughs> Get it away. Boo, boo. Oh, man. Muppets, man. Muppets. What are the Muppets up to now? I know Sesame Street's... Shorts for YouTube. Sesame Street's still going on. Yeah, that, that whole uh, Beaker singing Queen was hilarious. Beaker singing uh, Beethoven's Night. <laughs> Oh, uh, to directing the chickens in that same sort of way. Yep, there was a whole slew of them. It was really, really funny. We should wrap up. Yes, though. Johnny. Before we go, what would you like to? Um, Not that you already haven't, but you you do get one more chance. Uh, EpicDefault.com. We are actually now uh, uh, updating been... somewhat regularly. Yeah, and... I have access to the site now. I can actually make a post. Yep, Sandra should be writing on it hopefully sometime soon. And uh, like I said in the last episode, I've got one more song to record for my uh, EP, and it'll be coming out. And I've been hearing some good feedback with some of the singles I've been sending off to other people. So it should be a really good, should be a really good uh, album. I'm actually getting being very much proud of it. So cool. I guess there's a new Muppet movie coming out. Hmm, really? Yeah. What's the title? Uh, it's currently called the greatest Muppet Muppet movie ever made. I guess currently at the moment that's what. Wow, that's humility. Well, it's done by uh, Jason Siegel. I guess he's, he's okay. going to be uh, in it. <coughs> no, quite honestly, some like something must have happened that we just never that we just missed or we overlooked over the last couple of years. But the Muppets have seriously been like like back coming on a back. roll to where yeah like to where it's like the, the stuff is still geared towards kids 
Because like after Henson died to a couple years ago, it was pretty much just all kiddie stuff. Just kids, 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 kids. And then I guess with with what I'm terming as the nerd revolution, which I, we're kind of in the middle in, because if you notice, everything is just geared towards geeks and nerds now. Like that is the cool thing to be. Um, so they're seeing resurgence, and because of that, they're stepping up their game. I'm so them saying it's the greatest Muppet movie ever. It might I'd be. be temp- uh, yeah, I'd be tempted to go and see and see what what happened with it. I still think I still think Kermit should be put the rest because Henson still is Kermit. I'm sorry, his his son does not have the right timbre, right? But they're definitely oh, well. keep, keeping on with the comedy on it. So, oh, there's going to be a Halloween TV special with the Muppets coming in uh, October. Ooh. All right, the, we we should stop so Andy can get this down to an hour. <laughs> it's at an hour and twenty well, right now. Well, don't forget, really? there's that like five minutes of us playing the impossible. Yeah, games. you're right. That will disappear. Yeah. And don't forget to bleep out my email address. Yes. Gmail.com. Well, now I got it there too. Johnny. <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yep. See you next time. This is episode 145, recorded live on Saturday, March 20th, 2010. Okay, so the random topic I rolled ahead of time, and it is the single most expensive thing you've bought or plan slash want to buy. All right. Most expensive thing I have bought? Yes. In education. Ah. Yeah. Have you paid for it yet? Yes. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> I paid for it as I got it. Wow, I well, hate you so sort much. of. It, it was most of the money from my grandparents, but well, well, that's it, not it was you. My then. money. Well, it, no, because it was my money. I could have chosen not to get the education and use that money for whatever the hell I wanted. You still would have gotten was, the money. From it was my money. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, the money they gave is, me the money. Hmm. It is in accounts with my name on it. Well, <laughs> fantastic. All right. Well, now it's in accounts with U of M's name on it. <laughs> Yes. Uh, uh, as far as planning to buy, sometime a house. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that too. But Dave, you could probably go to Detroit and get a house for less than what you paid for your education. For the price of a VCR. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's that's not what I'd like for a house. Yes. <laughs> you, you I, I'd rather not live in inner city Detroit. <laughs> you and about 300 million other people. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, so besides an education, the most expensive thing I have bought has been my 1983 Mercedes-Benz. How much did that thing run you? $1,000. That's the most expensive thing you bought? Yes. $1,000? Yes. Before that, the most expensive thing that I've bought were those tires that I got in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, wow. Those were 560 bucks for four of them. Ouch. I've, they probably would have been cheaper if you'd have bought them in Michigan. I know. Yeah. I've spent more than that on a computer, I think. <laughs> My laptop was five hundred. Yeah, my laptop was two grand. My car was two grand. My last car was two grand. Uh, my car before that was six hundred dollars. Car before that was fifteen hundred, and the car before that was five fifty. And that's all my cars. Yeah, that's the most expensive thing that I bought was the car, the tires, the laptop. Well, and the still paying for the education. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm not even done yet. I got another like five months. Oh, I've got another years. <laughs> well, no, another five months to go before I'm done with the education. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, then another, yeah. Then and then another six months until they start asking me for money. Yep. So, Have yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, next February, they're going to want, want me to start sending them money. Yeah. Man, I didn't even pay full price for my 360. <laughs> Neither did I. I got mine when CompUSA was going out of business. Oh, you're both bastards. I got the the console off of eBay, and I got the power supply from Big Red, and a hard drive from Big Red as well. So yeah, I I paid three hundred dollars for my 
360. Now I'm was, just hoping it doesn't die on me from me talking about it. Bad mouthing. It's, <laughs> I go over to it and it red rings. <laughs> oh, man. My red ring in the Zune marketplace. Like, it froze. I restarted it. Bam. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. The Zune killed your 360. Yeah, pretty much. I'm, man, I'm so excited for this USB update. Yeah, totally. Totally. I can move almost everything off of my Xbox onto the USB stick. You know? I mean, seriously, the one stick is going to be almost the size of the whole hard drive. Yeah. Oh, how far technology has come you know, in five they, years. Oh, if they could just sell those hard drives as, like, enclosures and you could open them and put hard drives inside them, that would be the most glorious thing ever. What yep. is it, what's the Amazon price for the 360 hard drive, the 120 gigabyte? Don't even know. I don't know. I'm going to Amazon.com right now. Ten new from ninety four dollars and ninety one cents. You could buy some used for seventy bucks. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. <laughs> the twenty gig you can buy used for twenty five bucks. Wow, that's terrible. Who yeah, would do that. <laughs> I guess somebody with a with a, an arcade. An arcade. Uh, oh, I was so tempted while my machine's been out to go to Walmart and pick up an arcade system for like a week. And return it. Oh man, what's Walmart's return policy on computers? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, no clue. Oh, you're on and your is own there a Walmart in Boston? Oh, there's got. I'm sure there is, but you'll probably have to ride around on the T just to get to it. Walmart oh. store locator. Let's see. Dave, give me a zip code in Boston. Oh, I can just select Boston. Oh one four three four. Electronics, computers. I can't believe I'm actually thinking about this. Boston sure. Mass. Here we go. The the issue with all this though is installing the programs, all the games. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because the I have to like bring my entire library of games. Yeah, you, but that's yeah, that's one hard drive, and it looks like there really isn't any in downtown Boston. No, of course not. It's a Walmart. Looks They're like gonna be in downtown. Looks like no. the nearest one is out in Lynn, Massachusetts. That's eight miles out of town. I'm sure the T goes that far. Oh, yeah, probably. That's what Google uh, public transportation searches for. Ah. Gotta love it. Oh. There's an HP Pavilion with a Core i7 for 1300 bucks. <laughs> oh, not sold in stores. Oh. Could you return it to a store? I don't know. <laughs> Free shipping to your store, though. So I could order it and then pick it up at the store. Right, and then take it back. Well, I got some things to think about. Uh, Mo, is there anything you want to plug before we sign off? Uh, PAX is going to be awesome. Okay. That's All a I good got. enough one. All, All right. I got. PAX East. Thanks for listening, everyone. Mm. Later. This is episode 148 recorded live in Dave's apartment <gasps> on Saturday, April 10th, 2010. Random topic. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome! It's that time. It's a random topic. I rolled ahead of time with the same random generator that we could use to pick you to pick you as our or as a person, not winner, but as a person to receive a gift card from us. Yes, for being so nice and taking our survey. Yes, which you can find on our website, arepodcast.net. Yes, or dot com. Either one. It takes you to the same place. 
What are some of the problems for the race for better slash more technology? This sounds like a Bry question. It's either Bry or Brendan. I think it was a Brendan question. Really? Yeah. What are the problems with the race for more and better technology? Okay. Uh, economic cost? Yeah, because if you want to be on the cutting edge, you're going to have to pay cutting edge prices. Yeah, you have to spend a lot of money. Uh advancements in other areas because you are going to choose to focus your advancement on one area or another. Just like with the cars at the auto show, with all of the hybrid cars, where were any of the diesel cars or the diesel hybrids? Where's the diesel infrastructure it's too in the much US? of a, a stigma against diesel. Yeah. Uh, certainly an environmental cost because to produce, you, you kind of have to sacrifice resources. Yeah, it was the, the stuff... The topic we talked about months ago about the precious materials that are used in the solar cells that actually work a lot better than the, the silicone-based solar cells. Right. But how much of those precious materials are Do we, we going to have? have? Right. The, li- the lithium for the batteries, we're getting that from what? Salt flats? Nature preserves that sort of thing? I think most I of the know. stuff's coming from the salt flats in Bolivia. And from the one in Africa, I forgot what it's called. But those are basically the two sources of lithium. Not much else. Around. There's also the uh, the uh, medical concerns for progress of technology. Yeah, is my cell phone causing cancer? I don't know. Is it making me sterile? I don't know. Sterile. That too. <laughs> sterile. 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 Okay. Sterile. Fine. I will go Milk. with that. Um, <laughs> problems with the race to technology. The Blu-ray versus HD DVD. Mm, what happens if, if you start backing? Early inv- like early investing? Yeah. Uh. You start backing the wrong technology. Evidently, the, the Xbox HD DVD players are selling for like 50 bucks on eBay. <laughs> I'm really thinking of throwing mine on there. Because what do I have? I have King Kong, I think. Yeah. Is like the only... You have King Kong and Heroes. Heroes should be unopened, actually. You have Heroes Season 1 unopened. That might be worth something. Go check it out on eBay. Yeah. But what happens if you... You're racing for the best in the next version of DVD, and people got caught, like us, with the wrong one. Yeah. Well, as soon as porn went to Blu-ray, we should have said, like, okay, that's it. Blu-ray wins. <laughs> the way of porn is the future. Because they did back Blu-ray, right? Yeah. And they backed VHS. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a small industry. <laughs> um, race with new technology... I'm getting a lot of people left in the dust. Because you think about it, my dad, back in the early, late 80s when I was born, was on the technological edge. He had the IBM 286 computer. He had the laptop with the battery that weighed 20 pounds. The lead batteries? Yeah, the lead batteries. <laughs> he had the, the 14.4 baud modem. Mm-hmm. But then with all the new technology coming out, he had his stuff, but then... Can't keep up. No, you can't keep up. You I wasn't even thinking about people like your dad. I was thinking about people who still haven't gotten into it to begin with. Yeah, they're just becoming more and more. There's a disconnect there. Right. When a new form of communication comes out, people start communicating in that form of communication, and then they start cutting off the older forms of communication. Oh, I, eventually, that rear segment should catch up. Not necessarily to where the front is, but nope. close enough that they can communicate again. I mean, look at telephones. Okay, so when phones ha- came out, not everyone had them. No. And in fact, for a long time, there was a significant number of people that didn't. But now... Supposedly, everybody's got a cell phone now. Well, or a landline. Or a landline. Oh, that's another thing with the race to technology that's a problem. The when infrastructure the sucks. <laughs> the, when the infrastructure sucks and goes down, what are we going to do? Right. My or, power goes out, cell phone tower goes down, I can't do anything with my cell phone. If I had a landline, pick it up, power through the landline, mm-hmm. no problem. 
Or there's also the issue of the current infrastructure holding us back. Yeah. That we were so heavily invested in what we've got that we couldn't look to what we need. That's the, that's what they're talking about with the uh, energy efficiency, with what to do compared to oil. Oil's cheap because we've had this infrastructure in place for decades, and it's so entrenched, and it's so easy to get. To, the infrastructure for gasoline is set up perfectly that it's mm-hmm. hard to get that infrastructure anywhere else because the cost is immense. Yeah. To have to tear down all this stuff and redo everything else, it would just, it's ridiculous. So those, I'd say, are, are the problems with a race to new technologies. Of course, who are you racing against? You say a race to new technologies, but yeah. who, who are you racing against? Well, I guess we're just racing against time? Technically, yes. I mean, there's entropy in the universe. Um, Second law of thermodynamics is that the energy is going to eventually even out. I'm not sure who you're racing against. We're kind of working together at this point, but I, I think it's just a poor choice of, of words. I don't think race is really what they meant. But still, just the, the I think they inevitable the advancement. And the advancement of technology. Which is kind of funny, because the advancement of technology is increasing at an ever... Exponential. Well, not, not really exponential, not necessarily but exponential, still... But- it's still increasing very steadily, and it's increasing faster and faster and faster and faster. The second derivative is positive. What? The rate of increase is increasing. Yes. That's what you're trying to say? Yes. Okay. So the second derivative is positive? Yes. Okay. The, the first derivative is the rate. Yeah. The second derivative is, is the, the rate, rate of, of the, the rate. rate. Okay. Yeah. The third derivative is the rate of the rate of the rate. Yes. Calc lessons on RA podcasts. I've now got sine waves going through my head. No. Yeah. So, I think that's it. Uh, thank you for listening. Please take the survey. Pretty please with cherries and sugar. And Amazon gift cards on top. Amazon gift cards. All right. See you next Thanks, week. Thanks, everyone. This is episode 149, recorded live on April 17th. 2010. I'm done. Random topic. <laughs> no, no, you can you can go on. Can... No, no, no. That's 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 it. That's it. That's cool. I see. <laughs> well, fine then. The random topic. <laughs> we uh, rolled ahead of time. I rolled a four. Side note: We only have five topics left. So if you want to suggest a topic, now would be a good time to do so. Any time would be a good time to do so. Yes. But now would be really nice and helpful for us. Yes. Um, they rolled a four, and it was science fiction versus fantasy. They're pretty much the same thing. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, yes. No. Yes. <laughs> Scott Card said, I, I fully agree with this quote. The only way to tell the difference is the cover of the book. If it has rivets, it's science fiction. If it has trees, it's fantasy. Wow. They are. The story could be entirely the same. One you call it magic, one you call it technology. It comes out to be the same thing. So wait, Dave, are you saying that you call the Lord of the Rings trilogy sci-fi then? I am saying no, because it has a tree on the cover. If you look, Fellowship of the Rings has them climbing a hill and it's a little forest area. So you could you could say that if they changed the setting of the Lord of the Rings the same story, science fiction, with minor tweaks. That but they're they're two completely different things. It just it would not, not if the ring operates on some weird uh, uh, you know EM wavelength that alters your your thoughts. 
and creates some sort of invisibility cloak surrounding the person. Yeah. And then they have, instead of the, the flight... Tell me the difference, Andy, between a cloaking field and an invisibility cloak. There isn't one. Yeah, and the the, uh, the elves could just be aliens of different types. Right. Well, I mean, look at the difference between a, a Tolkien elf and a Vulcan. There isn't one. Really? Is there really? Yeah, there really isn't much of one. God, now this is just blowing my mind. Yeah. That's like why sci-fi and fantasy off. areas in bookstores are the same area. <laughs> well, congratulations, Dave. I'm just killing this random topic. <laughs> Revenge. <sighs> God. Kill my printer topic. I'll destroy the random topic. All right. Wait, how would I, how would I, Gandalf then work for sci-fi? I'm trying to think of this. How would the wizard work? Thinking he would be just some head scientist. No, he just has... Hmm. Aha! See? The staff. The staff. What about the staff? The staff. The staff. The staff produces various fields. So Gandalf will be a All right, mad Andy, scientist wizard? Andy? Andy? Yes? Do you remember Arthur C. Clarke? Yes. Do you remember his very, very famous quote? No. What is it? Something along the lines of technology that is sufficiently advanced will be indistinguishable from magic. Okay, yes, that quote, yes. So Gandalf just has some really advanced technology. (sighs) So Daniel, (laughs) (laughs) what are your thoughts? Sci-fi versus fantasy. Sci-fi versus fantasy. I, I mean, I really do. I think that it's, it's actually kind of possible. You just change some of the elements and they're basically the same thing. I mean, you could take Star Trek, for example. They could just be a group of wizards that travel from planet to planet. Alternate dimensions and stuff. Exactly. I mean, look at, take a look at Star Wars. I mean, think Darth Vader could do his force choke. Right, the force is totally magic. <sighs> Damn it, he's agreeing with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't help it. I just, it was too convincing. <sighs> Fine, I'll admit defeat. Yes, there is no difference between the two of them. <laughs> no, there, as I as Scott Card said, the difference is if it's rivets, it's science fiction. If it's trees, it's fantasy. If it's a tree with rivets on it, then you have a problem because the tree's going to die. You, well, not necessarily die, but it's a very poor tree. It's got rivets in it. For it. Yeah, yeah. Trees can live with stuff in them, Andy. I know. There's a tree house up at north that is yeah, still... Yeah, go, go drive a nail into a tree and see what happens. Yeah. It generally just ignores it and keeps growing. If you drive enough of them in there, then you can kill the tree. Yes. Yes. So, Daniel, before we go... <laughs> what, what was that website that Andy and I are never allowed to look at when we're recording again? Uh, I believe it was www.exo-flex.com. That sounds about right. <laughs> you can also uh, you can also check us out on YouTube. It's at uh, youtube.com slash exoflex TV and Facebook. I mean, I think the address is way too long to say on here, but just search us on Facebook at exoflex. Just check out my Facebook feed because I just friended them, or I became <laughs> a fan, or whatever it is now. You just became a fan. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe we should let RA podcast become. I don't know. Can groups become fans of other groups? I think you can. I believe. Well, maybe RA Podcast will become a fan of Exoflex. That could work. <sighs> I have to go and remember the 
Oh, there is no login for RA Podcasts because it's tied to my account. Right. Ah, ha, ha. Nice. <laughs> I think. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a while. Daniel, thank you for uh, coming by, stopping by, saying hi. Not a problem at all. Thanks a lot for having me, both, both of you guys. Oh, no problem. It was fun. And yes. everyone else, go take our survey. I'm looking at you again. Andy's looking at you. Go take the survey. I've got eyes in the back of my head staring at you. That is all. <laughs>